And we just wanna have a good time. Everybody to the flow. Why you frontin'? Get to actin' like you know. We just wanna have a good time. And we all just chillin'. Raise your hand. What's happening? It's another episode of Two Tones. It's me, Tony Timberlake 3, on Slide. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. It's like, nah, no Snapchat. But Periscope. Um, no Snapchat. <laughs> and that other voice that you hear, who is that? You already know, man. It's Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-W underscore. Follow me on Twitter. That's it. I don't have Snapchat. But I I must say, Rick Ross' Snapchat is, like, very, very luring. Like, I, I want to make a Snapchat just to follow him and DJ Khaled because... It's very hilarious. I've seen their snaps on other people's accounts. Man, like, I was crying. Ross is a clown. Like, he really is. So, I might make a Snapchat off the strip of uh, Ross alone. Um, but I'm here, man. What's well, good, Speaking Tony? of how Ross, was... how was your Thanksgiving, player? Speaking of Ross. <laughs> nah, my Thanksgiving was cool, man. Um, I ate good. Cracked a couple of jokes. I was at my boy house. Shout out to Z Pella. Um, ate good food, man. Cracked a couple of jokes. Ate me some uh, nice Oreo mud cake. I think they call it that. Um... Cracked a few, few open, you know what I mean? A little drinky drink. Yeah, it was good. I mean, good Thanksgiving, good weekend. Word. It was hella quick, though, because I got back to work so soon. I hated that, but um, how was yours? Man, mine was good. Well, I took a road trip up to see the family, all that good stuff, so, you know. Dope, dope, dope. But yeah, man, that's what's up. Um, and, and I know one thing we both didn't have, trash cranberry that? sauce. Oh, man, Tr- cranberry sauce is disgusting. And those listening, I'm sure 80% of y'all agree with us. Like, it's so disgusting. I don't know why people try to make it as if it's this great thing and, and God's, like, gift to earth. I mean, I was talking about it on Twitter, and niggas was coming at me. I'm like, yo, it's not good. Like, it's it's not. It's, it's just not terrible. good. That's the least expected thing on Thanksgiving, statistically. Like That's the thing that's that will get knocked off the table first. It's terrible. I haven't had met one person that thoroughly enjoys it, like thoroughly. Like somebody on Twitter, I think Reese said it. Shout out to Reese. She just be Reese just be talking, talking, talking. She did, she <laughs> Reese does not like it as much. If it was Reese, if it wasn't Reese, I'm sorry, Reese, but <laughs> Reese on the timeline. But somebody said they love it. Like I love it. It's my first thing to go to. I'm like, what? What are you? But to each his own. It's all about preferences, man. <laughs> it's all love. But but yeah, man. Thanksgiving was cool. Another year, man. Well, we hope that all of you guys um, that are listening with us enjoyed your Thanksgivings um, and enjoyed your families or friends or whoever you spent it with. I hope you had a great time. Uh, But there's been some things going on, and we're going to talk about it. Um, Some things. Our last episode was based around the career of Kirk Franklin. Mm. Well, true. Kirk Franklin has this guy that likes to... uh, Discredit everything he does. It goes by the name of Pastor G. Craig Lewis. OG G. Craig Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got fired on his day off, so he just spends his days <laughs> critiquing everybody else who's trying to win souls and live for Christ. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Kirk. Yeah, explain the story, man. All right, so Kirk Franklin went on the Breakfast Club and during a promotional run for his newest album, Losing My Religion. And yeah. if you haven't heard our last episode um, on SoundCloud or iTunes, if you're subscribed to us, you should have. But you can go Please. back and listen to that one. We yeah, talked about that y- album. Y'all comment. Hold up. Y'all comment, rate, and subscribe. Seriously, on iTunes, we need those. Like, comment, rate, subscribe. Like, that helps us out a lot. Get up there. Like, say anything. I don't care. Like, just comment. Just rate. Just subscribe. You can, leave, man. Some Tony's, you can leave some Tony Lee slander if you want. We don't care. Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. You know what I mean? Do, like, just... Y'all, please do, because we, we really appreciate y'all. We would appreciate that. So, back to that. Okay, so. Definitely. So, um, G. Craig Lewis, well, actually, first, 
the reason I even came across this is because Charlemagne uh, tweeted out the YouTube link um, of a segment of, I guess, G. Craig's sermon. His mixtape, his Tupac Hip Hop mixtape. Yeah, Tupac Hip Hop 87. Yeah. A yeah. hundred miles and running. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, <laughs> but but nah, um, yeah, he definitely tweeted the link out, which but I was he, crying. Over. He decided that he wanted to um, critique Kirk Franklin's answers on the Breakfast Club and discuss Kirk even going to the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. um, stating that he would never go on the Breakfast Club. They wouldn't ask you anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Real rap though, like like stop it. But Charlamagne asked him like, I think I think he was some verse Luke, whatever he was saying something. What about this pastor? But Drew Craig was like, I never go to something like that. They come to me. I was in God and they came to me. Which I get, you know, which I get. But everybody has a certain way about go about doing things. And God has a certain way that he goes about doing things, right? So yeah. just because Kirk went on that avenue, people need to go in that lane. So if Kirk goes, he's doing the greater good and helping people. He's not against you. He's with you. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, G. Craig wants something to talk about. He always wants something to talk about. Listen, we might be on his next DVD because we're talking about him. Um, <laughs> but it's crazy, man. He picks at the smallest things. He has he has this perspective, and Kirk has his perspective. They may clash a lot, but I just don't get it, man. It's all nonsense to me. Like, just but, commend the brother. But um, the thing is, everybody who G. Craig talks about has never mentioned him. Never. Like, Except he, he for Hazakeen. Like, Shout out to Hazakeen. They. Oh, they, God. Um, but... <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> Jay ain't mentioned him. Uh, DMX ain't. Kirk ain't. Uh, who else? Yeah, Patty Lecrae ain't. didn't. Lecrae didn't. Lecrae mentioned Rapzilla a couple times on the timeline. We ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> but he ain't mentioned G. Craig. Yeah, I mean, so it's all good. And since we're talking about G. Craig, that parody account that's out right now, bro. Yeah, who runs that? <laughs> who runs that? Please. Yo, if you run that account, I want you to hit email two tones. Tell us why you do it, why you did it. You know, and, and if you slap- actually sound like G. Craig Lewis, we would love to have you on the show. <laughs> we would love to interview the fake G. Craig Lewis. Please come on the show and do it. But um, it's a hilarious account, man. The face and everything. Like, <laughs> shout out, shout out to the uh, to the uh, center behind it, the center that's doing this, uh, corrupting a man's of God, man of God's uh, image. <laughs> nah, but real talk. Just uh, hit us up, man, if it's you. But um, that's it. Neither here nor there. Like Charlemagne was getting it on the timeline. I was laughing at it. Him and Charlemagne. I would love to see him on the Breakfast Club. It'd be Dame Dash. It'd probably be greater than the Dame Dash interview, honestly. <laughs> like because G. Craig up there with them, bro. I would be crying. But um, shouts out to G. Craig, whatever. Yeah. Kurt, Yo. all y'all, man. It's, <laughs> let's let's get to this music, man. I, I'm tired of talking about him. Definitely. Um, so Complex uh, today put out a list of the 50 best albums of 2015, mm-hmm. which isn't quite over yet. Yeah. Um, you got, but you let's, talk, re- let's talk about their top 10. Uh, yeah, tell, tell us what the list looking like. Yeah, let's just talk about the uh, top 10 itself because I'm not really going to go the whole 50. Obviously, uh, websites and blogs like this know what they do. It's like clickbait. They say certain things. They want people to click it. They want to cause an uproar on Twitter. It's just how the game goes, right? But I'm going to do the 10 albums. And personally, none of these belong in the 10 at all, let alone 50. But I'm going to go through it. Um, number 10 is The Internet, Ego Death. Um, that, that Deservedly so. I like that album. I really like that album. Number 9 is Drake. If you're reading it, it's too late. If you're reading this, it's too late. I don't know why that's number 9, honestly. That album was not all that great. You know why it's number 9. I know, no, I get the, I get why, but it's, yeah, um, number eight, it's Father John Misty, I love you, honey bear, 
interesting title. Haven't heard that, so I can't judge that. Number seven is ASAP Rocky at long last ASAP. I heard the album, but number seven out of the year? Nah, not at all. Um, number six is Big Sean, Dark Sky Paradise. That's a dope album. Um, I'll discuss that later. Number five is Justin Bieber, Purpose. The album just dropped like yesterday, but <laughs> but they put it up here, number five. Um, he got some joints up there. Number four is Adele, 25. Haven't heard that because that it's not on Spotify today. yet. It dropped today. <laughs> dropped today. That's not on Spotify, so I definitely hear that yet. If you ain't on Spotify, you ain't gonna listen for me unless I really, really dig you. Um, that's just what it is. Number three is Ray Shrimmer, Shrim Life. I'm I'm mad, but I'm not mad at this because Shrim Life was a really dope album. Like it, it was dope. It has some joints up here. People don't realize it. But number three out of the year, nah. At number two, Future, DS2, Dirty Sprite 2. I. Yeah, I don't know. What's number one? Uh, hold on, real quick before you move on. Um, didn't "What a Time to Be Alive" get more attention than "Dirty Sprite" too? Uh, not I saying it's, it's better, but didn't it get way more attention? Like, I, yeah, well, I don't I mean, remember much. Well, it's Drake. I mean, you got him and Drake collabing. Obviously, that would get True. more attention than a solo on the main in the mainstream. That's going to get more attention because it's Drake on. And they had like four. They had like four future projects on this list. Yeah, uh, and number one is the Pippa Butterfly of Kendrick Lamar. That I agree it is the better best. Be. Um, it better be obviously that's the best album this year in my opinion. Um, for a plethora of reasons, but like I said, this top ten list is just clickbait. They want people to they they want to bait people in. They want people to talk about it. It's just get the chatter going. Obviously, a lot of these were trolls. I don't know why Drake is number nine. I don't know why Features number two. I don't even know why Asa Rocky is in the top ten of the whole year. Um, I'm not gonna judge Adele. Um, Bieber, I heard, but number five, like it just dropped. I, he got he got some joints. Bieber got some joints up there, but come on. And um, Adele, yeah, I haven't heard it yet. But at Ray Shrimmer, number three, I'm not sure either. Um, let's just get the chatter going. Um, this is what they do. Um, at the end of the year, we're gonna come up with our top uh, ten albums of the year. Um, I wouldn't even say we'll... top ten. I just say our ten favorites. Well, yeah, that's what I mean by top, our ten personal favorites. We're not going to do this one sold the most. This one impacted the most. We're not going to have clickbait for this podcast. Exactly. Here. We're gonna, and we'll yeah, tell you what so, we liked out of this year, and you know, hopefully you'll check it out. Yeah. So we just did top ten because the rest of the fifty, the, re, the forty other albums are just like crazy. They do have Lupe number eleven, which is dope. Lupe got some joints in the album. Testo and Youth. Mm-hmm. Lupe is eleven. Um, yeah, they got Donnie Trump and Social Experiment, Surf, that's 13. I'm not mad at that either. But it's a couple of joints up here. They got the documentary too, 14. So it's a couple of, some some credible, they got Jasmine Sullivan. It's some credible sources, some credible an album nods. But for the most part, it's like, what are you talking about? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the list is clickbait. There's not really much credibility to it besides them getting Kendrick number one. So we're going to get our list into the year. And if y'all agree with it, let us know. Matter of fact, y'all email... Us at what's the email address again, Tony? Because you know, I've been... it's two tones podcast at gmail.com. Yes, y'all email us y'all favorite albums of this year and we'll talk about it. Email us not your list, don't give us 10 albums now. Just email us some of your favorite albums of the your year. Three we'll favorite albums, <laughs> yes. Email us your three favorite albums and we'll see how that does well with the rest of our albums and we'll conclude it with our list and things like that. So that'll work out. So shout out to Complex for what I don't know, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for getting the people in an uproar again over nothing. But yeah. Word. Hope I ain't heard a smile, but yeah. So. Sure angry Orchard. Go ahead. I mean, it's, 
it's good. That's a nice segue because this uh, it's not sponsored by Angry Orchard, but it's definitely um, helped by Angry Orchard. It's everybody's favorite segment. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you said help by Angry Orchard. You stupid. I was actually drinking a pole of spring. I was going to crack an Angry Orchard open, but God told me no. But here we go. Well, today it's about tone it down. You already know what time it is. Listen, it's short and sweet. This is something we all can relate to. Um, tone it down goes to Black Friday shoppers. Um, I've seen enough. Um, I've seen videos of people being trampled to death. I've seen people get spat on, punched, men versus men, men versus women, women versus machine. I've seen crazy videos. <laughs> and, and, at, and at this point, though, it's more sad than it's funny. Don't get me wrong. I laugh my butt off. Like, I really laugh. But it's really sad, you know, to see what our nation has become. Some of you listening, you probably went shopping this Black Friday. Last last Friday. Listen, take this L, too. But this is the thing about Black Friday, right? Number one, they rack the prices up. A lot of people don't know this. They rack the prices up. Then they take percentages off. So, more than likely, you're not getting a good sale unless you're, like, the first person in line, which is rare, right? Number two... I hate it because they started at 6 p.m. now on Thanksgiving, right? So now they separate the families on Thanksgiving because even in the park, the house I was at, people left early just go Black Friday shopping. Thanksgiving wasn't even over yet. I'm like, dang. So that's another Boy, thing. You can't even get a good itis napping. Exactly. <laughs> and people are rushing to Black Friday. And I know y'all all seen that video of the white lady stealing the thing from the black kid, which I heard was staged. Either way, it was a it was a foul thing to do. And I wasn't even surprised. She stole like a vegetable steamer. You know, white people need vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> White people need veganism. But um, that was all happening. And what happened to Cyber Monday? Like, I'm all for Cyber Monday. It's safer. It's better. My mother loves it. Like, you stay in your own house. You don't worry about getting punched or spat on or dying. Like, you're sitting in your bedroom shopping safely. Like, and it's crazy because a materialistic gain has become the epitome of the United States. Like, we'll fight and go crazy over a couple little deals. But we're not this crazy of other stuff that's needing our community. Right? And obviously, I went shopping for Black Friday before a couple years ago, like once or twice. But I've never been that crazy person with plasma screen TVs and, and punching people and slamming people. Like, and what happened to Farrakhan saying we're going to fall back this year? You know, black the Black Lives Matter movie, we're going to fall back. And it did. I, mean, I think sales did drop a billion this year. Uh, they said that. But I don't know, man. Y'all doing the most, man. So I don't like it. They rack the prices up. They fool us. It's doing the most. People have died at Black Fridays. People are doing the most. Like, you're rushing out to get something you're not really getting discounted for, right? So, tone it down goes to Black Friday shoppers. L- listen, if they cancel the holiday today, whatever, the event, I'll be happy. Like, I'm all for the cancellation of Black Friday. A lot of y'all listening, once I fade, a lot of y'all listening, a lot of y'all listening right now are listening to some headphones you bought on Black Friday. <laughs> but it's, it's all good because you probably went that one shopping. But tone it down or turn it off, please, Black Friday shoppers. And since we're talking about Black Friday, let's talk about these two Black Friday freestyles by J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Yes. Yeah, man. Um, I I like to say Kendrick's is better. Um, they're both adult. Yeah. They're both very dope. I but Kendrick, agree with you. I definitely Kendrick enjoyed went, listening to Kendrick more. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Cole because Cole rapped a bit different on this one. Like Cole was rapping out of his element, rap style meaning. Like, he wasn't the quote-unquote dry Cole everybody knows him to be. I don't look him that way for the most part. Nah, people say Cole is boring and dry. People say that, all right? Mm-hmm. But he was really spitting on um, Kendrick's all right beat. Um, it was dope. But Kendrick, like, he was spitting on Tell of Two Cities. That was J. Cole's beat. And um, Kendrick, like, rapped, like, in six different flows. He rapped about, he touched on a billboard list about number nine. 
which goes to show that rappers are hella sensitive. And he, he just touched on different things, man, and talked about, you know, it not being fair. He changed his cadence. Like, Kendrick killed his freestyle. And I think I think it's on a million already on I, uh, SoundCloud. I guess mm. really, Kendrick's is, what you think about it, man? Man, um, I only listened to each of them once, but I definitely enjoyed Kendrick's more than I enjoyed, than I enjoyed Cole's. Um, just for the, I, honestly, I enjoy, I don't know if my, maybe I just can't hear some, anybody else on All Right but Kendrick, but mm-hmm. I kind of didn't even want to hear Cole on that. Maybe he should have picked Blacker the Berry or something else off of. To build a butterfly, yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't the choice um, because I, I don't hear Cole. I hear we going to be all right. We going to be yeah, all right. That's like, like Kendrick, he embedded that inside our heads. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, like after that, like, it's like a chant. It's an anthem now. It's like our chant. The Black Lives Matter movement used that. Like, that's like the that's chant That's the new now. Negro national anthem is all right by Kendrick Lamar. No, that and March Madness and Swag Surf. <laughs> Those three are the top three. I see Swag Surf at, like, Black Lives Matter rallies. I'm like, all right, it's lit. I see March Madness go on. Like, those three are the new national anthems. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Negro national anthems. But, um, yeah, I definitely love the tracks. Kendrick is definitely dope. I heard some people saying, this is the Kendrick I like, whatever. I'm like, because I guess they were saying Tip of a Butterfly was whack. And this is the type of Kendrick they like. But I'm like, what are you talking about? He, if you he listen was to Tip of a Butterfly, he was rapping like that. Exactly. So, but obviously it was the musicality. Yeah. The horns. It was the heartbeat. It wasn't a hard 808. That was on Tip of a Butterfly. And people were against that. But either way, there were dope freestyles. I think J. Cole was hinting on the end of his, on the end of his song. He was hinting towards like an album in February. That's mm-hmm. what people are saying on the internet now. Um. I I'm looking forward to the collaborative um album, but uh a new J. Cole album I'm not mad at. I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan. Um I look in every now and then. But um yeah, Cole, Cole is cool to me. But I'm definitely looking forward to what Kendrick got next. Kendrick and Cole sound like a shoe company. It definitely does. <laughs> Kendrick and Cole. That, something oh Kenneth Cole. Kenneth Cole, Kendrick and Cole. Yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um but speaking of Kendrick and Cole Let's let's do this, and you know, listeners, you guys tweet us what you feel about this subject. Um, if you could have one or the other between Kendrick and Cole, and the other one never exists, who do you pick? Mm. One never existed. Yes, I think that's easy. <laughs> J. Cole. I mean, I. No, I mean, J. Cole never existed, meaning, like, I would keep Kendrick. Like, not, <laughs> I like Cole. You I, almost got stabbed, fam. No, 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 I like, I like Cole, but even if it came down to Drake, Kendrick, and, uh, Cole, Cole is last, like, out of all those three. Like, it's, Cole is dope, but he, I think he's, he's reached the ceiling. Like, we know we're going to get from Cole. Like, a lot of mm-hmm. people said his rap style isn't, you know, it isn't a lore. He doesn't grab you in. His rap style. It's like, you know, it's just, it's just simple. It is what it is, which I can't knock him for. But, um, yeah, give me Kendrick, man. Don't get me wrong, because Cole has hit singles. Cole has platinum albums. But Kendrick has a classic album. Arguably, too, Kendrick has the influence of the culture. Kendrick touches you in a way that Cole can't. So, give me Kendrick, man. What do you think? I'm, I'm rolling with Kendrick, man. 
Um, yeah, I, I think that goes without say. But a lot of people will argue us to death about that. Though. They'll be like, nah, man, I like Cole because I know diehard Cole fans. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So, let's move on. Um, Sunday, we had the Soul Train Awards on BET and Centric. Um, dope awards show overall. Um, had performances from Tyrese. Um, he did Shane. They had um, Jill Scott won the Lady of Soul Award. So, yeah, she did a little medley of her songs. Um, excuse me. Um, Babyface got like the Lifetime Achievement Award. So there was a tribute and performance um, by him with artists that he worked with, some artists who covered for artists who aren't here anymore. Um, right. Specifically with that one, he had Fantasia um, sing Exhale, Shoot by Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. And I think she sang Superwoman by Karen Wright as well. Karen right. White as well. Um, and she had this ill this ill note man like yeah um he had Bobby yep. Brown come out and do Roni and his voice sounded like gravel and he looked like <laughs> Busta Rhymes um yeah Bobby gotta sit down so man him and Busta Rhymes like. Brandy came out and did sitting up in my room yeah yeah boys Brandy's. to men came out and did um I'll make love to you and I I wanna say Baby they did End of the records. Road Babyface huh? got records like yeah, Babyface has records like uh, one of the greatest songwriters ever. Like it's not even arguably, he's one of the greatest songwriters Yo, ever. See, now um, you're gonna make me do this. I asked this question, but I'm gonna ask it again here. If, okay. And this kind of ties in. Well, let me yeah, let me do it now. This kind of ties in with the next uh, person we're gonna talk about. If you could have Babyface's writing catalog or R. Kelly's writing catalog, which would you rather have? Ah, uh, gosh. Well, R- listen, R. Kelly wrote for Michael Jackson, T.D. Jakes. <laughs> L- listen, R. Kelly wrote for the world and for the church. R. Kelly's versatile. So, but Babyface, oh, I don't know. That's hard. I, I, I can't give you the full answer right now. I'm a lean more, more so towards R. Kelly. Um, I, I'm going to say R. Kelly, uh, off the strip, but I. It's not a hard, like, it's not so set. It's not so, like, easy to say. Like, it's, mm-hmm. why? It just seems like you want to say babyface. Huh? What? How do you it's figure it? that? How do you figure out? Because when you asked it, oh, you want a babyface or oh, R. Kelly? And you just threw it out like. No, I mean, I, not, no, I, I understand that that's a very hard um, decision to make because they both have hits that they've written for themselves, for others, like, and for the top tier stars is the others that they're writing for. Um, but for me, I look at Babyface, and I think that um, Babyface's output is just crazy, man. Yeah, it's insane. Like, That's I like Bobby Brown is not Bobby Brown without Babyface writing for him. TLC is not TLC without Babyface helping them early on. That's what I'm like. But Tony Aaliyah... Braxton does not exist without Babyface. But look at Aaliyah with R. Kelly. Aaliyah. But Aaliyah, look, but that was only the first album. Afterwards, she was with Tim and Missy. She was Yeah, fine. but that started. The first album was started at all. Let's yeah, be clear. Like, so It started it, but she skyrocketed afterwards. Yeah. The baby... Let's not front. I'm, the records that we love from Aaliyah are not the ones she did with R. Kelly. It's the ones she did true, with Missy and true. Tim. 
True, but let's look at the personal catalogs. R. Kelly songs he wrote for himself versus Babyface's personal catalog. R. Kelly kills him. Like uh, now, I think it's a little uh, closer. I think it's a little closer than you think. Nah, I, I don't think so. Um, Babyface got joints, but no, you talk about this is, Look, I'll say this: Babyface's pen is closer, or might be even better than R. Kelly's. But R. Kelly's voice is way better than Babyface's voice. So when Hold they're on. writing for themselves. Yeah, R. R. Kelly's Kelly's, not a, I don't even think R. Kelly's that great of a singer. He's a great artist. He's not the huh? greatest singer. He's not. It's no Han. Like he's when I think of male singers, I don't say Dude. R. Kelly. And I, when I say male artists, Dude. I say R. Kelly. Let me. He's a great artist who makes great songs, but I don't. R. Kelly isn't a Marvin Gaye in terms of voice Absolutely or Al Green or Donnie McClurkin or Tone or freaking Dude. even a. Uh, he doesn't have a, to Luther. be. He doesn't have to be them to have a better voice than Babyface. No, but he doesn't have a great voice. I don't think either one has a great... Like, R. That's a, R. Oh, man. You're making me an R. Kelly apologist, and I don't want to be... You, you compa- <laughs> you're comparing freaking... I'm a big R. Kelly fan, but you're comparing... like. But, this, but it's only because you said if you look at what they've written for themselves that R. Kelly blows Babyface out the water, I think that has a lot more to do with people liking the tone of the voice. Of R. Kelly more than they like Babyface, and that's my opinion. I don't have any facts to substantiate that, but I would say that R. Kelly has a better voice than Babyface. Okay, that uh, okay, I, I, okay, you have. You get opinion. what I mean? It's like yeah, what I- if if they both like think of it this way: you take their songs and you give them to the same artist. So you take, I don't know. I believe I can fly, and what every time I close my eyes. And give them both to the same singer. I'm not so sure that R. Kelly's record outperforms Babyface's record. What? It, it depends. On, nah, listen. Okay, I get what you're saying. It's like comparing Trump to Bush in a way. Either one is great, <laughs> but it's like the lesser of the two evils. Okay, R. Kelly's voice is better than Babyface. The lesser of the two evils. Okay, but R. Kelly isn't a great singer. Like I don't. People who know music should know that also. He's a great artist collectively, but I nobody didn't say thinks he him, was a he, great singer, man. But okay, I know what you're saying. Okay, back to the point. Back, <laughs> back to the point. Before we get real here, <laughs> like okay, but I think the personal catalogs are Kelly's better. But you have your opinion. You said it's not that whatever. I think, but written for others, I can see why Babyface will edge that out. If you talk about written for other people, um, I would say R. Kelly's more versatile though, because um, he can write. Babyface could too, but he's more versatile with his pen. With his pen. Um, but yeah, man. But back to the Soul Train Awards. What about that Soul Cipher, man? Okay, yeah, the Soul Cipher. That's about the Soul Cipher. I love Chrisette Michelle in there, First man. First off, Casey owes me a fade. <laughs> Casey is the lead singer of my favorite R&B band. Probably mm. one of my favorite male vocalists ever. Mm. And the Hennessy just, yeah. Nah, I mean, he, he was typical Casey fast and jumping around the leather. No, dog. No, but his voice is not what it used to be. It's, of course it's not. Um, it's still better than R. That's, Kelly's. Uh, but, um... <laughs> I don't know, man. I guarantee it's better than R. Kelly's. But, um... But, no, no, no. Nah. No, it's not. No. No, nah, no, nah, it's not. It's not. But, um... Yeah, I, Chrisette Michelle was my favorite from that cypher. She killed it. She's so underrated vocally. And I said this on Twitter, like, yesterday, whatever. She's so dope. People don't realize Chrisette Michelle is dope. Layla was dope. Yeah. I, I could have did about Eddie and KC. He said, can no, I say, ooh. Make you say, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, yo, go sit down, bruh. Like, I'm like, you ain't making nobody say ooh. He looked like the dude from One Punch Man. If y'all watch One Punch Man, the, 
I ain't gonna say what exactly, which I know what I'm talking about. He looked look like that <laughs> the guy from One Punch Man's anime series. Shout out to One Punch Man. But um, yeah, the cipher was dope. I love that they wrapped over a, a shook ones. Erica Badu was the um DJ. I like that whole concept, you know. Um, Word. Them singing over a rapper's beat, like that was dope to me. I love the cipher. I love Chrisette Michelle, man. She's mm-hmm. very dope. I love her music. Um, I could have did without Eddie and Casey, but I get it. You needed some old school in there. Um, I mean, heck, put- but but like. I mean, let's let's get into that a little bit. Does that what does that mean about the current state of R and B? That there were no current male R and B singers in that cipher. They had to go back to you know the nineties and the seventies to get a singer to represent men. I don't know. I don't. Th- maybe they view it as you know. There's not much of that soul left in today's R&B or there is no R&B when it comes to the male genre but there obviously is you can go get people like you could have got a music soul child like they could have got Hamlet. Anthony Hamilton you could have got a <laughs> yeah Tyrese you could have got a tank you know you could have got somebody that embodies the soul but I mean did I, I don't know man I, I just don't know why they did that um, and I'll say this I want to see if they bring that back next year I want to see D'Angelo in it oh uh, yes yes I didn't think about that could have got, but well, he's really old school. But yeah, he current I though. Yeah, yeah he's he current. Black Messiah is fine. Did they have that? I think they had that in the top fifty list. Nah, that, that came out been... last calendar year. Oh, it was it was it was that album? Amazing album. But um, yeah. But yeah, the, the cipher was dope, man. I love the uh, Soul Train cipher, whatever. Um, Erica was killing it. Shout out to Erica. She top five. You know, if y'all know me, you know what I'm talking about. Her, Angela, <laughs> Tracy, Tracy Ellis Ross, Angela Simmons, Deanna Digital, Erica Badu, and um. The fifth spot is left open for anybody willing to put an application in. But those my that's my top five without one. Like that's yeah, Angela, Tracy, Erica, and um, Deani. But yeah, man, dope cipher, dope cipher. Oh, you stupid dog. <laughs> dope cipher indeed, man. Right, your, your your man's R. Kelly was handing out uh, fish dinners on stage. I heard. Yes. So R. Kelly closed the Soul Train Awards, uh, performing a couple of his older hits like "Step in the Name of Love." Classic. Um, and transitioned it seamlessly into Backyard Party, his newest single. Um, mm-hmm. The stage had a gate around it. He stood on a grassy platform, and everybody had red cups and paper plates like your Backyard yeah. Party, um, including the audience. He had them passing out plates and cups to the audience as yeah. well. Um, Ratchet. And there's been a, a, a string of articles, especially over the past about two, three years, Mm. Every time R. Kelly drops an album about why it's not okay to listen to R. Kelly because of, mm-hmm. you know, obviously um, the child molestation and rape accusations and settlements uh, that mm-hmm. are on yeah. record. Um, we've all we've all seen, um, you know, the marriage license for him and Aaliyah when she was 15 um, and there's been plenty of stories from people in and around the Chicago area about R. Kelly's uh, doings in the city of Chicago. Right. Um, and so I figured why not discuss that here? Is yeah, it okay it- to listen to R. Kelly? But let's not just stop with R. Kelly um, because there's a lot of things and I'll say this, in, in terms of R. Kelly, the biggest piece of evidence is the tape that mm-hmm. came out. And 
had he not had a proclivity for taping himself, we might not even know about this. Um, right. And I say that to say we don't know what goes on in the lives of any of these entertainers, just like we had uh-huh. no clue um, about Bill Cosby. <laughs> right. Until right. a certain point. Wherever wherever it came out, you know, or whenever you found out about it is when you found out whether it was the early 2000s with the initial case. Uh, I think it was like 04 with that first case that got some real traction. Um, or if you found out in the last a year to 18 months, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't a widespread thing. And obviously it's a sensitive subject and, you know, who who am I to tell and who is anybody to tell a victim when they should share their story? I'm, I'm exactly. not here to uh, even talk about that aspect of it, but this, it just made, it got me to thinking, all right, it, if we're going to make the argument, is it okay to listen to R. Kelly? Then we can say, is it okay to listen to Michael Jackson? Right. Chris Brown. James Brown, Elvis Presley, John Lennon. Is it okay to watch the Cosby show? You know, and obviously I'm not comparing um, Wesley we're not Snipes comparing, movies. Right, exactly. You know, and we're not comparing what happened in R. Kelly's case and making light of it. Because people actually traumatized from it. Yeah, we're not making light of it comparing it. Well, you could, if he did that, I can do it. No, we're not making light of it at all. Right? But we're saying, where did we draw the line? You understand what I'm saying? Like, where did we draw we're, the line? Because where, where like, should the support stop? And also, as a caveat to specifically R. Kelly, because we did just talk about him as a writer, he's written for other artists, um, such as Chris Brown and Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. Ty Dolla Sign. He's been on all of their albums in the last three years. Um, so how how do we not support those artists because they're choosing to use... Associate, the, yeah associate and use the services of R. Kelly as well. Yeah, yeah, man. I think I think, yeah, when it comes to R. Kelly, those I seen the article and another article came out, um, reminding us whatever, and I I'm the gist of it was like, okay, you may listen to it, but question yourself. You know, like what if that was your uh daughter, mm-hmm. niece, your sister, whatever that had happened to. Obviously our views would be different on it. And that goes without saying, right? Um Definitely. And she was like, is it okay to listen to R. Kelly or not? But I think those who ch- choose to not listen to it, they're right. You know, they have all right in the world to not listen to it. However, those who choose to listen to it, I don't think because you're listening to an artist, you're condoning their personal actions, right? Like, mm-hmm. me personally, I listen to R. Kelly. I listen to Chris Brown. I listen to Michael Jackson. Not as much, honestly, because I'm not going to lie. Hearing those allegations about R. Kelly and then hearing his music going back, you start to question yourself like, oh, was he talking about this? You even there? start questioning lyrics, bro. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, so it does bring some type of moral conviction. Like, oh, what's what's going on? You know what I mean? But people who choose to listen to it, I don't think they're just as wrong. They're not as they're not wrong. And those who do don't listen to it, they're not wrong either. Because as long as you're not condoning it, right? Me listening to Chris Brown is not condoning his actions. Me listening to Michael Jackson isn't condoning his actions. Some mm. people are able to separate the personal life from the artist. Some pe- to some people is inseparable. Some people are like, no, I can't listen to R. Kelly. I know plenty of people that don't listen to R. Kelly. Plenty of people don't listen to Michael Jackson. Plenty of people to this day don't listen to Chris Brown. That won't watch the Cosby Show. That won't watch 
uh, a Ray uh, Roethlisberger and the Steelers that won't support him because of they, what they've done in the past. And if it's a pattern and it's constant, constantly coming up, I get that. But it baffles me sometimes when an artist can do one thing like years ago and we still hold it over their head like the public. Like they can forget, they can move on, they can say they're done with it. And like Chris Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Two years from now, Chris Brown is still going to be known as a woman beater to some people. He's a woman beater. You know what I mean? And if there's a pattern that follows that and it's constant things that come up, I get why you keep calling them that. But some people could do one thing and 10, 20 years later, they would still be deemed that one thing by the public. And it's like we hold celebrities to this to this like pinnacle and I don't personally, but we hold them up to this light because, oh, they're a celebrity. He, he beat women. He raped kids. And it's like, if it's a pattern of that, I get it. Right? But like, if someone does something once and they don't do it again and they moved on, why shouldn't we give them that? Why should we move on also? Mm-hmm. We don't do it in our everyday lives. Like, what if we did that to each other, right? What if we all got skeletons, right? What if you told me your stuff, I said my stuff, and we and you held it over my head every time I tweeted, you hashtag whatever it is I've done in my life, whatever, whatever <laughs> it is that we do in life. We hashtag we don't do doing that. Uh, your Jake session. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Me and my TV Jake session with my ex, whatever. Like, whatever. Like, what if you hashtag every time I did something? Oh, Totally do this. I love Angry Orchard. Yeah, but you also love this. I'm like, oh, chill. Like we give each, we give each other grace for the most part, and we move on. But celebrities, we hold, hold them so high, and I, that's a problem also. Like we to almost like to idol level, and it's like they did this. I can't look at it the same, but they moved on. They changed their lives. I don't care. They still this. Like why can't we show that grace to each other? But back to our Kelly thing. Yeah, I man. Those who don't listen to, it, I respect them. And like I said, not making light of it. At all because people are traumatized. People, there's actually settlements that have been paid. So obviously, people are hurt from this, right? And I'm mm-hmm. not downplaying or condoning anything he's did or allegedly done, right? So those who don't listen to, it, I respect them. But those who don't, who do listen to it, I don't think they're condoning the actions as well, right? I don't think they're condoning him. I don't think people are condoning what Michael Jackson allegedly did. I don't think people are condoning dom- domestic violence when they listen to Chris Brown. Some people can separate mm-hmm. the two. Some people can't. And I respect both, right? But I think it is something we need to question. Like, I, you know, with the R. Kelly situation, like we were saying, I mean, think about it. L- look at his lyrics. Look at the songs. And look at the settlements he paid off. We need to mm-hmm. question at one point and say, hmm, why am I listening to this? Like, this kind of, uh, it needs to be some type of moral standing. And like, all right, maybe I should consider my- and check myself. And not just with R. Kelly, though. Mm-hmm. With a lot of these actors. With a lot of these rappers. Like, And, and let me interject something real quick because... Yeah. Um, I remember one of the caveats in one of the articles I read about R. Kelly was talking about his, and this was strict, I won't say strictly, but it kind of flared up when he went back to being 12 play style R. Kelly. Because when he was making, you know, the love letters and the um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> step in the name of love, that wasn't really an issue. But because he went back to sexually explicit material again, um, it, it rubs people the wrong way um and i totally respect that um but then that means we're talking about lyrical content and the content of this person's character and how the lyrical content reflects it so i so with that in mind should we now really harshly i won't say harshly as if like it shouldn't be done but should we now boycott other artists who have said very um, disgusting evil things on their records Eminem like should we not listen to Eminem he talked about killing his mother his girlfriend his wife 
chopping her up, drugs. Eminem yeah. was talking about some of the craziest things. And I still listen to him from time yeah, to time. I'll say this. If Hypnotize or More Money, More Problems comes on, I'm pretty sure most of us will will be like, yo, I remember this was my joint back in the day. Yeah. Now, for me, I'm 26. When that when that rec- when those records came out, I was eight or nine, mm-hmm. and that's all I heard was the singles. Now, as a grown man, I've heard the entire Life After Death album, and there's some stuff on there, man. Like there's some stuff like the song "Was Beef." There's yeah. a bar about him having his his homie kidnap his his foes' kids. Raping them and throwing them over the bridge. I'm not cool with that. Yeah, at all. You know. So I, now, is should there be a dilemma there? And I'm just speaking. I, I'm speaking hypothetically. I'm speaking in third person. Um, but yeah. should there be a dilemma there? Like, yo, he said this, so I can't rock with nothing. He nothing else he's done. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but I think there, some people eyes there's a difference. Is someone saying it? And someone actually doing it and having allegations and paying settlements off. Like, mm-hmm. if a, a lot of rappers say a lot of stuff, right? And it's, it is a difference, but not much of a difference. Because you can talk, a lot of these rappers talk, 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 talk. I'm sure Eminem hasn't killed his girl yet or whatever. You know what I mean? But he, it's just as bad him saying it because kids go off that. And they, they're influenced by it, right? Mm-hmm. However, I think it's a difference of someone saying it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Mother effer. Ha, ha, ha. Than someone actually paying off settlements. Someone, you know being spotted in certain places. Someone going to trial where there's more when there's smoke there's fire, you know. Unless there's a cigarette, according to Joe Button. But it's like I can't. you know we'll talk, but I think it's a different someone actually rapping it and someone actually having a trial or some weight behind what they actually sing about. Right? Now if Biggie had a case behind raping kids and all that, it'd be different. Hold up. I'm not supporting this man. Which it shouldn't be a difference. Like I'm not listen, saying it and doing it and saying it, same thing. You're still influencing people. You're still doing some type of wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But I think we look at it differently. R. Kelly saying these things in his music and then having these allegations. Don't listen to him. But Biggie saying this stuff, Eminem saying this stuff with no allegations, just saying it. We don't hold the same. It doesn't hold the same weight to people, and I think that's the reality of it. And okay. it shouldn't be. Now, let's 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 walk this out a little further. Okay. Um, we have a lot of today's R and B is very, um, and I mean. A lot of it has been sexual for a minute, so I'm not even going to act yeah, like yeah. that's new. But very womanizing. It's okay. been very womanizing. And this is just music in general, honestly. It's been very womanizing. Um, are we going to start boycotting artists because they're womanizers as well? Yeah. I mean, like, if you if you use that same logic and dug deeper, like, we need to stop talking to each other. Like, y'all need to stop talking to Tony T because he got skeletons. No, but seriously, like... <laughs> It's like, y'all need to stop listening to the show because, like, if we use yeah. that same logic, if the listeners, y'all listening, if we use that same logic and stop messing with people off of the strength of what they've done or what they do, you know how many people, we all would be friendless. Like, all of us. We all got skeletons. That's why we need grace. That's why we need forgiveness. That's why we need to show some type of love to one another. But it's, a, it's different than someone doing something and turning around from it than someone constantly doing something. Now, I got on the show and told y'all, I constantly, you know, beat women. I constantly, you know, stab women. Like, you're like, what? I'm going to listen to this show. But if I told you I did this years ago, I, listen, I've never done this, hypothetically. If I told you I did this years <laughs> ago and I don't do it now and I'm changed, it would be more receptive. And that's just how it is. But we all got skeletons. So should we use that same logic? 
I think it's some grace that needs to be shown, man. When it's not a pattern. Now, if it's a pattern, that's different. But I still need to be grace shown. Um, but yeah, it gets deeper, man. Like the Cosby show. Should we not watch A Different World? Because Cosby has something to do with that. Should we not watch The Stillers play? Because Roethlisberger is a woman beater. Should we not, you know, listen to James Cleveland? And a lot of these gospel artists, a lot of them, you know, you know what I mean? So should we, what are we doing here? Where do we draw the line? So it's like, but as I said before, I think when it's when there's allegations and there's smoke, and and and, and yeah, I want to I want to say this: you have every right to, I guess, in a sense, judge whether or not this person's lifestyle makes their music acceptable for you. Right, right. You're for you, right? For like you that, yeah. personally. So if I decided, yo, I'm not listening to X artist because they said, and I see. Or even just because they said something I didn't like. I have every right to do that. Yeah, because, I mean, me personally, I don't listen to certain bang, bang, shoot em up art rappers. Because I just, I'm not about that life. I mean, I like it every now and then. To a certain <laughs> extent, I do. I ain't gonna lie. But like the Chief Keefs, whatever. Like, and shoot em. Like, I don't rock. That's not the life I'm living. And I can listen to it, even though it's not the life I'm living. A lot of us listen to music that, you know, displays the life we are living. But certain artists I stay away from because I'm like, eh. Why am I listening? I don't have nothing to do with this. It doesn't doesn't entertain me. It doesn't give me that fulfillment, and I don't rock with it. You know, I want to be influenced by it for the most part. So it's like I'm not rocking with that. You know, and as you become older, you start listening to music that kind of caters to the phase of life you're in at the moment. So it's like I think it's something because I listen to R. Kelly. I say here, I listen to Michael. I listen to Chris. I watch the Stillers play. You know, and you know what also baffles me? It's a side note, right? The Bill Cosby thing happened, which is very tragic. And like, like I said, we're not making light of any situation, whether R. Kelly, Bill Cosby. We're not making light mm-hmm. at all. We just open the discussion, right? However, what baffles me is that the guy from Seventh Heaven, a white man, he he raped, touched girls, all that younger, whatever. Just as not as much to the degree as Bill Cosby, but he did it regardless, right? And Seventh Heaven is still playing. He's not getting flack. He's not canceled. Like, and it baffles me that that happens. Like, now I don't want to go deeper into that, make it a color issue or a privilege thing. But it's like Bill Cosby did it. You know, get him out of there. He's a monster. He's an animal. The guy from Seventh Heaven did it, and his show was still on. Nothing happened. They forgave him. They moved on. Now, obviously, it's different. Bill Cosby had a plethora of women that came out. But it's like I don't know. That baffles me. I, that happens, I, I man. guess I'll I guess I'll say this in regards to that. Is mm-hmm. it possible that because Bill Cosby was once quote unquote America's dad as Heathcliff Huxtable, that we've tied Bill Cosby and Heathcliff so we've joined them so tightly together that you can't separate Bill from Heathcliff? Yeah, you know what? I think that is the case, and that goes back to what I was saying about these artists. When it comes to these R. Kelly's and Chris Browns and Michael Jacksons, some people they gotta leave them alone completely because they can't separate the two. They can't say, "Well, Bill did that in his personal life." Well, Huxtable he did that in his personal life, but this is Bill Cosby. Or Michael Jackson did that in his personal life, allegedly. Or R. Kelly did that in his personal life. A lot of people can't separate the two, so they look at Bill Cosby and Dr. Huxtable. As one. So that's why he gets the flat. Some people look at R. Kelly, the artist, in his personal life as one. Some people look at Michael Jackson as one. And technically there are as one, but not really because artistry is your art. You can be singing and rapping about a song someone else wrote. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So some people can't separate the two, and that's the problem. And those who don't separate it, I don't think they're wrong. 
But those who do choose to listen to it and separate it subconsciously, I don't think they're condoning it. I just think they choose to separate it and they appreciate the art and separate the personal life. So I don't think either one is like to be looked at, looked down upon. But I think we do need to question ourselves. There comes a time we do got to check ourselves like, uh, there's too much similarities in this music in your personal life. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. so. I think it's definitely set upon the wrong man. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. So it, are we done with that discussion as a whole, or? Yeah, we we good. <laughs> so let me actually. Do you listen to R. Kelly? Um, I I have, and recently it's become a little harder to do so mm-hmm. because I wasn't aware of the severity of the allegations and the patterns shown. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, the Michaels, the Chris Browns, people like that, do you still rock with them too? Eminem's? Yeah. Uh, well, not M. Um, but, well, <laughs> but you know, Michael, the Michaels. Mike, Mike and Chris, I still listen to them. Um, certain, like, Mike, pretty much most of his discography I, get, I bang with. Chris um, mm-hmm. is just... Um, certain songs I'm, I'm more selective with Chris because there's just some things lyrically he talks about I don't really bang with but you know mm-hmm. but you know Fine China Fire yeah Forever oh yeah everyone will love that record uh. yeah but I mean yeah so as I like I said I think it's, it comes down to a personal conviction thing and your conscience and a moral issue like it comes a time mm-hmm. when you grow and you got to really ponder and we're not making light of anything, any allocations or anything. We're just open in discussion. But I think it's something we all need to ponder, even the listeners. I think it's something y'all need to ponder and consider when you're listening to these artists and watching these shows. Like, hmm, this is their personal life. However, you know what I mean? It's just something to um, ponder upon. Um, but it makes a lot of sense, man. Um, but we do hope y'all enjoyed this discussion and all of our discussions. Give us feedback. Hit the Twitter handle, um, at the number two, T-W-O, the word two, and Tones. Like, hit us up, man. Um, y'all be kind of drawing a timeline. Like, hit us up. Like, I'm tired of that on Twitter, too. It'd be a bunch of robots out there. Like, meaning <laughs> y'all. Like, a lot of people, they'll see the tweets. They'll never respond. They'll never <laughs> they'll never write back. I'm like, why do people use Twitter? They just lurk all day. Like, 2012 <laughs> Twitter was way more different. Like, it was different. Like, people man, interacting. 2010 Twitter was lit. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, 2010. It was interaction, trending topics. Now people just sit back and wait for somebody to say something. Because now we got the Twitter analytics. So, I can, you can see... How many people seen your tweet <laughs> and everything, but people aren't responding. So, y'all, respond to us. If you don't like responding to public, respond via email. Like, just, just talk to us. Talk to the show. Like I said, go on iTunes, the number two, T-O-N-E-S, two-tone. Subscribe, uh, comment, rate, say slander by me, Tony T. Just say, <laughs> R. Kelly, uh, just write up there, R. Kelly's still my favorite artist. I don't care what you say. Say anything. Like, Chris <laughs> Brown, like, just talk your talk. We enjoy discussion. We enjoy dialogue. So, hit us back. And we love y'all, man. So keep stay posted, stay tuned. Oh yeah, and this episode is brought to you by Cop uh, Police Sirens. Um, <laughs> yeah, y'all but probably heard, heard it in the no, beginning. You ain't heard no sirens this episode. <laughs> oh, Wayne sponsored. Well, we done. We set free. Hallelujah. But um, shout out to that G Craig parody account. We still gonna try to find yeah, out this who is, you uh, are. Actually, we we are sponsored by EX Ministries. I'm just kidding. Oh, come on, <laughs> bro. Now you mess the whole mood up. Y'all be good, yo. Listen, <laughs> it's your boy, Tony Lee. I'm signing out. I'll catch y'all next week. Oh, and also, we said this. I, I put a poll out. Again, y'all robotic. Nobody want to vote in it. But y'all want to hear us weekly, but y'all want to hear us bi-weekly. We usually drop bi-weekly, if y'all, those are wondering. Like, we're not just dropping randomly. We drop, if you can follow the pattern, 
we're dropping bi-weekly, right? But I put a poll out that said, you want us to drop weekly or bi-weekly? And somebody voted yes for bi-weekly. I mean, yes for weekly. And we'll make amends to do that. We'll give the fans what they want, man. So y'all share the word. If y'all like us, share us. Um, if y'all don't like us, uh, more peace be to you. Um, but subscribe, man. Go on iTunes. Check us out. Interact with us on the timeline. We appreciate, appreciate y'all for listening, man. Take it back to the Angry Orchard. <laughs> we out. <laughs> we out. Peace. Peace.